0: Gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Ubostensibly a Baseball Podcast. Tonight is Tuesday, February 22nd, 2022, 2 22, 22. Market in your calendar. Tuesday. A 2 two day, correct. Market in your calendar will never happen again in the history of mankind. And this is the night that we are recording Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Coming at you from Champagne. I shouldn't be
1: here. It should just be a twofer.
2: Ah! <laughs> that was a good one. was it? It'll happen in a thousand years, won't it? What? But mankind won't be
1: thousand here. And, 11.
0: and And a month and... No, because there's no March 33rd. Oh, it'll be Katie's birthday. It's her birthday on March thirty third. Oh, uh, March third. Yeah, because there is no March thirty third. No, it's but it'll be. It's never going to happen again. It, 22, last, it lasts 22, 22. post one thousand eleven.
2: Right, it, but it's not. It'll happen in two hundred years. But
1: nineteen ninety nine, September 9th, nineteen
2: ninety nine. Ninety nine. it. will still be I remember twenty two, twenty
1: two. Yeah, and in three thousand twenty two. No, will be. Yeah, that's He's a, right.
2: That that's, that. But makes it won't me. be as fun
1: because it won't be two thousand and twenty
2: two. Right. really, or that kind of the zero kind of ruins it. So check yeah, this out. am I'm, I'm
1: gonna reveal all of my loved ones' birthdays on this podcast right now my hey, dad 888
0: 8, 8, 8. really okay I, 8, 8, 8, I, you dead
1: so I mean, he, well no i mean he was born in 1950 something but
0: yeah his
1: birthday is 8, 8. <laughs> i remember august i remember 88 in 8, 8, <laughs> 1988 because he was like hey it's my birthday and it's, it's 1988 8888. 8, and then the what the coolest one though is that my birthday last year was on 12022021 it was oh, cool. what I thought was, at the time, was the last palindrome birthday in history, but it won't be.
0: What's your social security number?
1: <laughs> that's Google funny, Joel, my social security, social security number, number. is...
0: Uh, what? <laughs> also a palindrome.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and my address is 333 Taco Cat Lane. <laughs>
1: On the, the Nile.
0: Day. Speaking of birthdays, today is also my deceased grandmother on the other side's birthday. And tomorrow's my dad's birthday. So happy birthday, Dad.
1: Oh, I should, have, hey, I should wish him a happy birthday.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, so happy birthday. <laughs> 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 yeah. I don't want to be on the hook to have to call him because I'll probably forget.
2: And you know he's going to yeah. listen.
1: He'll be like, you never
2: fucking called me. And I'm going to be like, <laughs> oh, damn it. I forgot. Yeah, happy birthday! This is a happy birthday from all of us. Just in case we all no, no, goddamn it,
1: Sam! This is my <laughs> happy birthday phone call. <laughs> you can have next week.
2: <laughs> um, okay, I'll call. Him, I'll call him happy. I'll do a happy belated next week.
1: Yeah. You can just call him tomorrow, and he'll be like, "I wonder why Thomas didn't call me."
2: Did
1: <laughs> <laughs> he listen
0: to the podcast? Uh, I don't think so.
2: Like do you think he's going to listen to the podcast tomorrow on his birthday?
0: He, no, he definitely will not listen to the podcast.
2: <laughs> I'm good. I'm getting out of jail free on this one.
0: Yes, he might listen.
1: After your sister if she listen to the podcast and she's like, "I sometimes try to, but I don't understand what you guys are talking about, so I just I stop."
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a bunch of them. He might listen to the podcast when he's at work. I'll tell him to. Um, will do something he likes on his birthday. Uh, Sam, coming at us from
2: Brooklyn, New York. Sam, how's it going? Good, Joel. As uh, as you just said, I'm coming at you as usual from Brooklyn, New York. My hot take today uh, has to do with Michigan basketball coach Juwan Howard, who was at the center of a scandal this week after he punched or slapped... Or shoved assistant coach for the Washington, no Wisconsin, no. Yeah, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Badgers are they the Badgers? Badgers.
1: They sure are North American Uh, badgers, though. Not a honey badger,
2: right? Not a honey badger. The non-honey, the non-honey badgers uh, of Wisconsin. He punched the assistant coaches in the face um, after uh, a kind of mix-up in the handshake line after the game. Uh, It all kind of started because Juwan Howard was angry that the head coach of Wisconsin had called a timeout with 15 seconds left, even though Wisconsin was up by like 15 points at that time. Um, And so they got into a verbal altercation. Juwan Howard grabbed the sweater vest of the Wisconsin head coach. Uh, And, you know, if you're wearing a sweater vest, I think you're probably asking to get it, like, grabbed and, you know, shaken They were separated, and then Juwan Howard – and then something happened. Juwan Howard claimed somebody shoved him or tickled him or, like, grabbed his butt or something. And then he took a swing at the assistant coach for the Badgers, which then resulted in, in like, a brawl. Um, So, anyway, Juwan Howard is a Michigan college basketball hero because he was a member of the Fab Five.
1: Yeah, he was. Famous –
2: famous college basketball squadron of the early 90s. And so my hot take is some of you who are listening will remember this. Most of you will not because who gives a shit about college basketball, but the Fab Five and the Michigan Wolverines lost the national championship in 1993 because Chris Weber tried to call a timeout down 73 to 71 uh, with 10 seconds left on the clock, he tried to call a timeout. The Wolverines did not have any timeouts left. So that resulted in a technical foul and essentially clinched the game for North Carolina. So my hot Duke. take is Duke. Duke. some Are One we? of those North Carolina teams.
0: Yeah, it was Duke.
2: So anyway, my hot take is Juwan Howard has really bad PTSD for late game timeouts. And that's why he was so fucking pissed off that that's a good The one. Wisconsin coach called a timeout with 15 seconds left on the clock
0: I was wondering where you were going with that that's a good one nice that is
1: that I like that yeah. I think you're right because you, like you can't talking... call time
0: out don't call time out you can't do it you can't do it stop
2: you <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, he just in that you know it was like he heard the helicopters chop like choppers over the jungle <laughs> yeah. you know it was like
1: War, is hell, man. Yeah, exactly.
2: I like that. Yeah,
1: I think you. I think you're right. And no wonder he punched him. I, I think you know. I think the whole Michigan team should just get in a fight every time somebody calls a timeout in the last ten seconds. Of a <laughs> this is their new winning strategy,
2: right? It probably, he probably will. Every if like this ever, if someone ever calls a timeout at the end of the game again, he's gonna fucking lose the shit. Like this, <laughs> this man needs to be a doctor he needs yeah. to go see a mental health professional because he's suffering oh. from late game timeout ptsd
1: <laughs> were one howard i was a big fi- i was a big fab five fan
2: yeah they was- were i mean they changed everything. That was that was the team that wore baggy shorts. They were like they're the team that made baggy shorts in basketball. Cool. Okay, wait.
1: So like I really liked them, and I, I was totally into the personality. But it's interesting to me because they become such kind of like a cultural landmark. But all anybody ever says is they changed the game. They had really baggy shorts. <laughs> That's, <laughs> like, I mean, what? I mean, like what? It,
2: That's it. That's all they did. They just
1: took you from small shorts to big shorts, and we're still talking
2: about it. Like, obviously,
1: there's something I, else. I think
2: it. that that is probably their biggest contribution to basketball as a whole. I, I would say.
1: I remember that. See, I remember that UNLV team kind of being more yeah, the the they, team that, that
2: changed
1: dude, me. They had more of that sort of swagger, that sort of scary swagger.
0: Right. Well, uh, yeah, and there's like. A racial aspect to it also because like duke was like hey a bunch of like white kids from the country club right and, i hated duke yeah everybody. fucking
1: bobby hurley was the
0: worst bobby hurley. everybody fucking hates bobby hurley
1: right
0: so it was Almost as much as
1: they hate christian leitner which is what they made a movie about didn't
0: they i'm uh well, probably a 30 for 30 would be everyone hates christian Leitner. But my I thing think yeah i think so because he was the only college kid on the 1992 dream team which in hindsight seems like a mistake but he like everybody fucking what that's the thing is that most of america was actually rooting for duke in that stupid basketball game
1: yeah well that's probably true but that speaks more about america than anything
0: really exactly on. same with like the miami hurricanes of that year right late 80s early 90s my thing about that uh Juwan Howard punch is that I had a fun time watching like I think that video has been uh, dissected as much as like the Zapruder film of did he punch him or did he slap him and how much does that matter right like I've seen people slow that fucking thing down to like frame by frame and you watch Juwan Howard's arm reach out like and it's it's definitely open fisted it's definitely yeah. not a punch. It's definitely a slap. Yeah, I agree. probably. I mean, and by probably, I mean definitely should not slap a coach from the other team. I mean, it's more
1: indignant to slap somebody. I think that was like yeah, that's a good point. I was watching a. I, I don't know. I was watching a fight, foot of sort of a fight in a restaurant on whatever the internet and this guy was just slapping the shit out of this guy he wasn't hitting him he wasn't punching him (laughs) he was just slapping him and it was like he would be killing him if he was punching him It, it was like more like he could he could make the humiliation last longer by just slapping the crap out of this old guy over and over well he was old but over and over for like and the guy deserved it for sure the guy that was getting slapped was by obviously in the wrong so it was kind of like yeah, it was a pretty I, – I, I think a slap is a, is a better – a more effective tool of conveying disdain than a punch.
2: That's what it is. It's definitely a disdain. Well, do you guys think that he's going to get fired, Jawan Howard? That's, didn't he get suspended for he the got season? suspended, yeah. There's only five games left in the season. Right, He got
0: suspended for those five games. And Michigan is kind of bad, actually, it turns out. So they are probably not. I mean, they're going to go to the Big Ten tournament, but they'll
1: probably- they not make. It, they're, they have a losing record. They're they're zero and fourteen. Yeah, in the, he like, should.
2: In the he should get fired. He might. I mean, so he might be get think?
1: fired. Like he might might be get fired for like being not a very good coach. But the, but I don't know that Michigan really.
2: He's gonna <sighs> get fired. He's got it. I mean, it's a college. It's Nobody, NBA. Like
0: somebody tweeted, and I have no idea who—not uh, even someone I follow—but they were like, "What kind of shit did Bobby Knight get away with for years and years, yeah. and years without
2: getting fired?" I thought that was a valid. Right, thing. but when he hit a kid, that's when he got fired. Yeah, don't hit. That. You know, I was
1: thinking about Bobby Knight when you were talking shit about sweater vests, and I was like, oh.
2: yeah. <laughs> "Yeah, that's a man who deserves to get grabbed by a sweater vest and yeah. shaken." <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I don't know many people that would have done it. I guess that's my point.
2: Right, right. Bobby I don't see. I don't. The thing. Guy. I. The thing I never got about Bobby Knight is like he's just like a fat old man. I don't understand why. Like he held such. Even as a kid, people were like, "Oh, it's Bobby Knight. That guy's such a badass." And I was like, "This is like a short, fat man with gray hair. Like I don't understand why people are afraid of him."
1: And I, you know, I think I think it's like a, it's just sort of a it's an abusive relationship and so well, you yeah. know, why does anybody never really leave an abusive relationship I kind of felt, always felt that way about Nolan Ryan like people would be like oh yeah. don't fuck with Nolan Ryan and I was like the only time I ever saw him he was like a bald old I mean he threw a ball hard but like if you got past <laughs> the one ball he had in his hand you're probably fine
0: yeah, but he put Although Robin he did
1: hand it to Robin Ventura pretty Robin
0: good. Robin Ventura, he put Robin Ventura in a headlock and kicked his. So ass.
1: Robin Ventura seems kind of like a candy ass. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm Former White Sox. That's a that's a White Sox like top three videos on White Sox like anything is, hey, let's watch Robert <laughs> Venture and get the shit kicked out of him. Because he was been pretty the-
1: sadly of White Sox Twitter. or
0: like, <laughs> like oh, yay. It's the end <laughs> of watching Robert Venture get the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> oh, that's the best moment in White Sox history.
1: <laughs> the Black Sox scandal. We're
0: doing it. No, if you watch that, though, it's also the uh, Frank Thomas I think he's on. Was it Bo Jackson? It's got to be Bo Jackson. Is Bo, Bo Jackson was on the Royals? I don't think. I think he was on the White Sox that year. Let me Google that. I should know this, um, because he comes out and you, to like break up the fight, and um, he is like five feet taller than everybody else. It's
2: amazing. Yeah. Bo Jackson was a real house of a man. Yeah, he Yeah, he was on the White Sox. I don't, but he was a football player in the era of baseball players being kind of like pudgy. You know what I mean? Like, oh,
1: I mean, he was by far the best athlete on the field wherever he played baseball.
2: <laughs> but,
0: then, but Nolan Ryan is also like, he's a tall guy. And. He's like-
1: you know, the, what's, the, what's the fucking really religious white guy preacher-pitcher in Major League? You know what I'm talking about? The guy that's like, Joe Booty to refill, like the really racist Christian guy that's in, in the movie Major League. You know what I'm the talking
2: about? Oh, yeah. The old guy? Is he the old guy?
1: Yeah, I, yeah. John... I forget his name.
0: <laughs> yeah. What? I thought you were talking about John Rock or something like that. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the
1: movie Major League. Just, he, he's always reminded me of Nolan Ryan for some reason. I don't know why. I you can
0: know. that. I found out last week that Nolan Ryan's first name is Lynn. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I learned that watching a video of the 1969 New York Mets singing You Gotta Get Harked. You gotta have heart on the Ed Sullivan show.
1: I thought you were gonna say I learned that watching a video of Wynn, Nolan Robin Ryan beating the shit out of yeah. him, Robin Ventura so <laughs> so on February twenty second. I guess you know, like, I it's like White Sox Twitter just puts like different stats behind her, like different trivia.
0: <laughs> we all we all get together once a week and watch Robin Ventura get the shit. Together. it's a weird it's a weird community all right thomas what's your hot take oh
1: right here thomas coming at you from seattle washington uh my hot take is i'm gonna be the most positive force on this podcast today this world is filled with doom and gloom world war three covid um no baseball
2: Fuck. Like okay. Well, so, <laughs> okay, well, for
1: reasons we all know about, we don't need to talk about anymore, things seem pretty glum, but I'm here to say that it's still spring in Seattle, it snowed a trace amounts today, but I'm still going with spring has sprung, and you know what? The There's other stuff too, we'll talk about it, it's going to be great, we'll get to it in the podcast.
0: I didn't get to tell this story last week because... You guys brought up crocuses last week. And one day I'm walking. Classic
1: baseball podcast, Potter.
0: (laughs) I'm walking (laughs) with my friend, and he goes, Hey, look, Joel. It was like the last week of February, right? This season, right? She goes, Hey, look, crocuses. And I look up because I don't know what Uh crocuses are. And I assume a crocus is a kind of bird because I have no idea what a crocus is.
2: (laughs) Uh, No. They do kind of sound like a bird. Yeah. It's a frog, Joel.
0: I didn't just look up. I, like, looked up and ducked. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So look out for crocuses. (laughs) They'll get you.
2: In the iris family, crocuses. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Is that related to tulips? No. They're I, don't they're all, I don't know.
2: I don't know. They grow in a similar, they grow from a bulb in a similar way. Yeah. So one thing. They, they're they, closely related to saffron, actually. Saffron is a crocus. Huh.
0: So over the
2: lockout, we could become a
0: flower podcast.
2: Right. Yeah, that might be it's a good fun. idea.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Saffron's
2: the most expensive spice in the world. You've
0: told me that before. That's something yeah. you tell me like once a week.
2: Yeah. Well, it's the the crocus, the stigma. It's the stigma of a crocus, saffron is. And there's only three per flower. So
1: that'll do it.
2: Yeah. And they can only be harvested by hand, too. That's the other thing.
1: We should make them into NFTs.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most expensive nft in the world there's only three of them
0: <laughs> it's just us it's just a screenshot of us right now of this
1: right here yeah. <laughs> right, do a screenshot right now because it'll be the most expensive most valuable thing on your hard drive oh man for those of you listening at home we're, we're looking at each other on the computer <laughs> This is fun, you guys.
0: Fun. This is great. I can't wait. It's so great that there's no baseball to talk about. Uh, yeah, that's fun. Hey, everybody. My name's Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. Okay. I've got college football hot take, and it's kind of also convoluted, but that's okay. So, Hey, man.
1: We got tons of time. This is great.
0: Time. Yeah. So last two years ago, during the pandemic, Sam and I started a YA post-apocalyptic a uh, sci-fi novel, right? Right, and well, steampunk. It's a, a steampunk. Steam right, and we it's started. a steampunk novel. I think we need to get back at it, and yeah. part of it was that college football has taken over America. Now, since right. then, in the real world, college football has broken into the SEC and the alliance of the. West Coast, the East Coast, and the Midwest allied against the South, which right, was part of more. our. Yes, exactly. Which was also part of our steampunk novel, which predicted this. And I tweeted at the Athletics in Staples about that, and he retweeted and he said, I think you guys have a franchise on your hands. So, hot take, we need to fucking get going because we're ahead of the curve on this uh, right uh dissolution of america into warring college football factions i think that's a few and the
1: only reason that we'll never be able to get it together to defeat the sec it'll just be like all the fucking truck convoy trump guys will all go for the sec because they love winners in college football right they'll all become a part of like this sec and then everybody else will be fighting Infighting, and no one will ever be able to form a strong enough union to defeat the SEC.
0: Exactly
1: right. Oh, this is interesting. Yes. I, at first, when yeah. you guys were talking about this, at, you know, last year, I was like, I don't know, but now I really see where you're going with this.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good. It's yeah, and we actually we have a couple chapters written, Thomas. Just so you oh, know, we it's not like we've we've only been talking about this. We've actually done some writing on it oh
1: wow okay all right yeah well then get to it guys
0: yeah right. i'm kind of like the west coast could be climate change so you've got like the floating city of seattle and the floating city of san francisco and
1: well no, no i mean the seattle will be a problem because the whole boise is going to be waterfront property and all of the colleges from boise to the coast are all going to have to be in that area. So, all of the populations that make up the Pacific Northwest are all going to be fighting for space and rights in that area, which will be or fun.
0: Like, or, like, maritime bound, like, all oh, like they just live on floating ships. Oh, yeah. Be cool, too. Yeah.
1: That
0: would be cool. We got a lot to work on. So, this is something we can do during the fucking MLB lockdown. Also,
1: Fuck right. It. awesome that we have something fun to do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um i want to give some shout outs thanks to everybody who's been listening to us round lake illinois bronx new york harrisburg pennsylvania san jose california brooklyn new york seattle washington reading pennsylvania champaign barcelona alliance ohio osaka japan moscow we're going to talk about you in a minute chicago illinois brookline massachusetts Please continue to listen. Follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump, Facebook at Dump on the Ump, Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. All right. So we didn't come up with headlines for this episode because we were like, what the fuck is there to talk about? All right. um, Sam, you mentioned Ukraine. I've got a list. If you can if you can check a list, I got on the on the doc I got a list of things we can talk about. But you we, had
2: things you want to say about Ukraine. Oh no, I just, you know, I did I mean there's plenty to talk about with the Ukraine. Russia has invaded the Ukraine. Right. As of yesterday, right? Which is the day after the Olympics ended, Which we talked about last week. Um and then Europe and the United States announced sanctions against Russia today, which essentially will really fuck up the Russian economy. And it seems like Russia is banking on the fact that the United States and Europe are like dealing with really high energy costs right now. Right. Um, And potentially destabilizing like the 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 high interest rates in the united states and the high cost of energy throughout the west kind of destabilizing a union against them and that's kind of what it seems like they were banking on um in their move to to invade essentially take over the ukraine Mm -hmm. uh which putin friend of the show, Vladimir Putin, seems to think that he he owns, yeah. Wait. The interesting thing is that that hasn't happened. Uh, And that Europe and the United States have been pretty lockstep in their Mm -hmm. approach to it. Um, Like every European country announced sanctions against Russia today. And everybody's kind of holding back some shit that they can do to Russia in case Russia tries to do anything else. Because right now they're like, oh, the Russian nationals living in the Ukraine are under attack and we have to go in there and save them. Mm -hmm. You know, just bullshit. Um, But that's like the propaganda that he's. And the interesting thing about the Russia conflict right now is that like. For the first time ever, everybody's like releasing all of the intelligence they have on Russia as soon, soon as they get it, so that then when Russia does it, they can be like, "Yeah, we told you that was going to happen." Like this is all a crock, a horseshit. But because uh... anyway, it doesn't really have much to do with sports other than they waited until the Olympics were over to. But did you guys it. see?
1: Did, did you see how Joe Biden walked away from the podium today? No so weak so weak right
0: i saw the, I saw the fox news tweet about that. Was it was a fox news or it was a republic
1: it was like the government it was like republicans or something like that it was like what the fuck are you talking about
0: i didn't i didn't get that at all like they actually i don't know they they're not good at propaganda and and but they are i know but, they, but the
2: thing is the thing is about this russia thing is that the 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 Democrats and Republicans are like in agreement. Like, everyone's like, yeah, fuck Russia. (laughs) Well,
1: I would agree. Except for Donald Trump.
2: Well,
0: it's and The MAGA, the quote, unquote, MAGA sphere is not you. There are all these people siding with Russia. Um, What's that idiot's name? Tucker Carlson
1: said some dumb shit on his show.
0: Yeah, Tucker Carlson. Charlie Cook, that's who I was trying to think of, Charlie Cook.
1: That guy's a fucking turd. Like
0: like all the grifters on the right wing. Like maybe not the the senators necessarily, but that grifter class on the right wing is all on board with Putin is innocent, Putin has done nothing wrong. And that scares me, and I'm not quite sure why, but that's fucking...
2: Yeah. Because Fox is owned by Russia, probably. But the thing is that, like, all the Russian, all the Russian, all the conservative, like, Republican senators are are like, they don't think that the US is sanctioning Russia hard enough.
1: Right. Well, they all love war. So they're kind of yeah. torn between, like, well, I liked Trump and I, be- I he, he's probably buddies with Putin, but I, we got to build some fucking tanks so yeah. I, that we can make some money and I can sell some oil.
0: Yeah. And, and anyway, Trump comes out and praises Putin, which is just like I know the guy's an asshole. Like you are still a former president of the United States of America, you asshole. Yeah. Like I mean, you come yeah. out like yeah, go the the other like you're rooting for the the other team now. Like, I mean, have you not watched this guy? He's done all this shit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah the thing about nato and europe and the united states is that like i think that probably joe biden would rather not have anything to do with this situation but like the united states went to war 21 years ago and dragged nato and all of like the entire world into this fucking shitty war in the middle east And so now if NATO wants to do anything, the U.S. has got to back them up like 100 percent. Like if if NATO wanted to like invade the moon, the United States would have to fucking foot that bill because they (laughs) like and it's like Republican, Democrat, like whoever. Mm -hmm. If NATO wants to do something, the U.S. has got to back them up. That's
0: a good point. I hadn't thought of that because I'd thought of, well, we've got no credibility because of what we've done the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. I hadn't thought that Germany and France were like. No, we get like. We, right. We, we already we, went there with you. Hey, the me. Bunker. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I think. I think you're right, though, Joel. Like, U.S. can't act unilaterally on anything. Right. This, and I think that's that Biden's probably actually pretty thankful for that. Yeah, that's a good point. Because he has yeah. been trying to get away from pulling the any 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 part of being involved with the invasion of Iraq at this yeah. point. And he was a well, pretty heavy thing proponent.
2: About it, so. Joe Biden, mm-hmm. his agenda is like aggressively domestic. and He doesn't want this shit. Nope. But he's he's got to fucking swallow it because it's like a check that George W. Bush's ass wrote. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: George. Like, <laughs> that's what we've been doing for this. Yeah. I fucking generation. Uh,
1: George Bush has got me like sitting down there in Houston, just painting his weird watercolors. So so happy. He's just like, <laughs> he's like, man, God damn it, I got out of there scot free.
0: Yeah, yeah, so terrible. Like children right? today don't even remember him. How terrible he was. All right, guys, give me a topic. Um, Juan Soto to the White Sox. CBA negotiations. How to incentivize A's. Home at the bat or the Hank, the tank, the bear.
2: Was BBA negotiations. That's what I think we should go with.
1: Okay. Because oh, that brings together two of our favorite things, negotiations and Jupiter, right. Florida.
2: Wait, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> right. I,
0: I like what you're thinking because I spent like my last two days on Twitter. have been me like trying to get updates to two negotiations the war in Ukraine and CBA <laughs> negotiations. Well, I
1: was thinking more of the negotiation between drunk Joe Madden and drunk Tony LaRusso on who's going to drive the golf cart back to their development.
0: Well, that's what I was so excited about them going to Jupiter, Florida, the the hell mouth of America. And this is where we need to be having these negotiations. Because this is where shit's going to get done, right? You're going to have
1: to work it into your your apocalyptic... I'm trying to work
0: on it. The problem is that this is more horror. Like, literally, the fucking owners are like, okay, we have to go to Jupiter, Florida, (laughs) so that Beelzebub, the king of lies...
2: We need Hellraiser
1: to come help us with these negotiations. (laughs) Exactly.
2: That's what they're doing, right? They're like, Jupiter's the only place where we have an existing pool of virgin blood, it's <laughs> like, right.
1: deep too. We could all get in. It. <laughs> it's
2: like we maybe don't be making as much money this year as we thought. We can't spring for a second pool. Like we're just <laughs> going home.
0: <laughs> Which makes me fascinated that Max Scherzer is now on the P- MLBPA negotiating committee. Because is he an evil spirit? Or is he some kind of like avenging angel, like Michael the Archangel? Because that guy is insane.
2: He's I, would definitely
0: say, I am afraid of Max Scherzer.
1: I like Mad Max.
0: Right. But I
1: would say that he is a spawn of Satan.
0: Okay. So both sides are using satanic, Luciferian powers. Well,
1: change. I mean, that's I mean, the only person that can really be an a, 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 um, um, impartial arbiter, in this case, is
2: oh. Satan
1: himself.
0: Yeah, yeah right. that's right. Right, the owner should stop asking for an arbiter from the federal government. Yeah. They should be asking for an arbiter from Lucifer, Prince of Hell, Prince of Darkness. yeah. yeah.
1: Why don't you just come up here and let's negotiate this cuz I know you, we know you can get both sides make both sides happy.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think the competitive balance tax is still going to be the sticking point. And I still think like they're saying they're going to meet every day until the end of February, which is good. Uh I I don't think the owners are going to take anything seriously until they start losing regular season games. That's that's where I'm at right now.
2: Well, the kind of the fuck, the up. thing about, sorry,
1: that's the end of the month, isn't
0: it? And Well, no, I think, well, the owners said February 28th is the deadline to get it going by March 31st, scheduled opening day. Yeah. I think it's got to go, th- like, they can't have a, like, we, the owners aren't going to take anything seriously unless we get to, like, March 30, Unless
1: they look at the calendar and they're saying, "Oh, we're supposed to play a game today."
0: Exactly. Oh, that's I was
1: supposed to, I was supposed to make four million dollars today. Shit.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe.
2: Just well, neither side is. The owners are refusing to negotiate, mm-hmm. um, and so the players are also refusing to negotiate so the whole situation's a fucking farce right now they're
1: all they're all uh they're all they're all reaching for the stars sam they're all trying their best to get what their heart's desire
0: optimistic thomas optimistic
1: <laughs> sam. sam was really confused there for a second he's like what the hell's going on you forgot what my objective lesson in this podcast
2: i like it <laughs> yeah um, and they all want to go
1: to jupiter and swim in a pool a
2: of blood, blood of virgin blood, a blood.
0: <laughs> it's good for your tan i've heard yeah uh, really good for your skin, k regime they uh yeah the thing i've liked about the players what they've done is they've said things like okay they they have uh, change the demands about pre-arbitration and the pre-arbitration pool, and they they backed off on that, uh, saying, you know, fewer players should get pre-arbitration bonuses. But when they do that, they're saying, if we do this, then we need a higher minimum wage, which I think is a good strategy. It's pissing the owners off, because the owners are saying, well, then you're not actually negotiating if you're taking a step towards us on pre-arbitration, but you're taking a step back on minimum salaries. I thought that's what our negotiation was. But I think, well, but the players are saying, if we, yeah, yeah, I think you're right, Thomas. But the players are saying, okay, we'll give you this on arbitration. But because that undercuts our economic argument, then we need a higher minimum wage which makes sense in my mind. The owners see that as not actually negotiating. The owners, the owners are like, we want our cake and eat it. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Those fucking dicks. I think the funniest thing I saw was baseball I mean, cool. <laughs> lined up outside of Jupiter, Florida, out there negotiating in the St. Louis Cardinals, whatever, training facility, I suppose.
1: Dum, da, dum, dum.
0: Exactly, where Tony La Russa is hibernating. Uh, but, for like, the they were getting Tony Clark's autograph. Now I, I don't
1: understand why that's a big deal.
0: See, I thought it was hilarious at first, because, like, who is at... I forgot that he actually played baseball.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he played <laughs> baseball for a long time. I was, like, Very just hard. getting
0: the... He like, was never that day. good. Hey, hey, head of the union, can I get your autograph? <laughs> Where's Donald Fair? Yeah, <laughs> hey look, there's that labor attorney. I want his autograph.
2: <laughs> Nerds unite!
0: <laughs> but no, he did play for the Tigers and Mike had a 15 year baseball career. So. He
2: played for the Red Sox too for a season.
1: Yeah, he played for like just about everybody. He That's probably why he's people. the he's probably the rep- best representative. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think that uh yeah, I don't know. It's a, this is an important one, I think. I mean, I guess they're all important, but this is like this is going to like whatever they end up with is going to be the trajectory of future negotiations and that's why it's so fucking important for the players to get a win here.
1: Yeah. That's what the but the owners are saying. Yeah. That's what I was reading is like they don't care they don't care what the the terms are as long as they come out with looking like they won the negotiation because they need leverage for future negotiations. But that's just such a, like, fucked mindset. And it's just, like, such a... It's like a Trumpian mindset. It's yeah. like winning. It's like that's all that anybody really gives a shit about. It doesn't matter what you win. If, if, if you're handed the charred remains of the scorched <laughs> earth, you... Right. You'll won.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, what the players are, are trying to do is, is try to fundamentally change the what is considered a value that payroll is based on and i mean they're they're, oh, they're, they're part of they're whatever they're, they came to stop that.
1: i think the more important fact here is that we're talking about sort of like labor the, the value of labor in general is becoming a, a hot button issue in this country and in the world i mean i think joel sitting there and you know pro pro union thing it's like that's kind of a laugh right now, but it, it, ultimately it's sort of the going to start determining more and more the difference between the life and death, I think for, for, for people. And I, I so I think there's a, I think there's even a greater, <clears throat> there's even greater stakes to this.
0: I agree. I agree. And I think it's interesting. You still have you, Thomas, you asked this question last week about like everyone in our let's say, like, quote-unquote liberal Twitter baseball sphere is very clearly pro the players, right? We're Uh plugged in, we're paying a lot of attention, we have certain values. My cat just jumped into my laundry washing machine. That was weird.
1: I'm not sure I follow you there, Joel. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, like, I do think so, like, and, and, but we still get those guys who are like, well, this is just billionaires versus millionaires. Yeah. Right. And I then, mostly
1: see those guys quote tweeted and then just like dismantled. And
0: then like, pff, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Firebombed. Yeah. Yeah. Just this, piled like, on. The people, the baseball uh, fans, let's say your typical fucking St. Louis Cardinals fan.
2: Oh.
0: Right. Who's not you know, H. Dexter exactly. Fowler. Exactly. It's right. Dexter Fowler. Loves David
2: Eckstein. Loves Tony La Russa.
1: Adam Wainwright. Right. Good and God.
2: Picture right. those lawyers pointing guns at the Black Lives Ladder. Re- right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's
0: your, that's your,
1: yeah. yeah that's, that's your St. Louis. Yeah. Cardinal yeah. fan right there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. Like there's a lot of those people. Maybe they're not like following. Local. You know, George the Cat labor experts
1: on twitter yeah no i think you might be right Right. they're not plugged into the baseball baseball blogosphere (laughs)
0: yeah
1: yeah you're probably right but i mean i i think that fundamentally it's an important question i think there's labor strikes going on in seattle right now i was talking to i there's the the concrete the whole concrete industry in seattle is on strike and it's reached a point now where it's completely shut down production on like Major con- commercial building projects, and like all the all the labor unions now are going into like hibernation mode because they can't do any work because the concrete workers aren't working, and uh, it's it's got, and, and it's sort of the tumble down economics of it are starting to become kind of a little bit more apparent. I think to people, I'm I'm curious to see what happens. I was talking about it. We did like we poured this weird little rat slab the <laughs> other day, like mixed up some concrete and poured it. I, like before we did, I was like, wait a second we can't do this. <laughs> We're not allowed to do this right now, you guys. Concrete workers are on strike. And they all looked at me and they're like, fuck you. And I was like, oh, okay, I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm cool, I'm cool. Scabs. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it's interesting to see, I guess that's my point is that I think that like, even if you're hiding in your liberal bubble and your Twitter Twittersphere blog is freer or whatever, the 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 when labor with withhold when people withhold labor, you start to see the results of it pretty quickly. And yep. especially yep. In, in something as visible as baseball.
2: Well, if I can maybe I'll just take put Thomas's hat on and be a huge downer here. But uh No but, <laughs> <laughs> The Like I hear what you guys are saying about the future of labor and it being like labor being it's an important conversation to have right now. But it's also kind of a, a moot conversation because the future of labor is like going to be mechanized. And so like we have to move yeah. beyond labor.
1: You cannot teach a robot to throw a slider.
2: No, that's true. It's going to be only extremely specialized labor that's going to be necessary. First of all, you, you definitely can teach a robot to throw a slider. <laughs> Whatever, pitching machine be damned. But I can't teach people to care about a robot throwing a slider. But the point is, is that like pouring concrete, that's gonna be like a a one crew of you know, a fifteen-person crew is going to be done by one person. No, I, think like all... I think you underestimate. I think
1: you underestimate the 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 size of that industry and the the amount of man hours that go into it. It's all the it's all super unspecialized labor that needs to be done by people, though,
2: unfortunately. Right. That's the that's what I'm saying. It's like as we go forward, it's like people aren't going to be driving for a living anymore. People aren't going to be doing anything for a living anymore. People and, aren't even going to the, be living anymore. Right, right yeah the future <laughs> of labor is going to be death in, in in specialized you know unique things unique new york yeah going to be
0: a but that's the problem because you, you i mean you're talking about okay so so mechanization takes all of the let's call it unskilled labor jobs so that should be great. Then these people don't need to go to their jobs they hate and we can just pay them $100,000 a year to sit at home and do whatever the fuck they want to do, right? Right. That's Why would we happen. pay
1: them to do that when we already paid CEOs to do that?
0: Exactly, right? right. right. The, the problem is, great, everybody hates their job. Let's pay them to not go to work. Instead, we're like, no, 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 we're just gonna let them starve.
2: No, no, exactly. That's the thing. Yeah, that's yeah. And that's, that's why it's like the labor conversation is like people fighting about labor right now is kind of just putting off the inevitable of like what, the fact what, that no one's gonna have a fucking job.
0: Like what, to, the next fight about labor though is basically universal basic income. Like, okay, yeah, you wanna replace me with a with a, a robot, that's fine. Then you need to pay me to not have a job. You you need to pay me the same wages I made to have a job, to not have a job. Which I know, like politically,
2: is not popular. But I think that's the next fight. It, right, but we're not. No one's talking about that,
1: and nobody's gonna win that fight.
2: <laughs> only, <laughs> I hate it, to only tell Andy you, Andrew Yang is talking about that, I and mean, he's nobody cares it, about it, him. See,
0: I goddamn it! Every time I think that guy sucks ass, I'm he says something that I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of agree with that guy about
1: that. I mean, he said that a long time ago.
0: Yeah.
2: That you know, was like, you the know, main that guy ass though, that guy is- I know. I know. <laughs> I know, I just don't know. That's, that. that's why it's terrible that he's the only one who's Exactly, I always feel yeah. bad when I'm
0: like, God damn it, I just, <laughs> Andrew Yang, fuck.
1: Yeah. See, see, the other, the opposite of that, well, no, not the opposite of that. What's the deal with this mayor of New York now? Hanging out with oh A-Rod my God. Just A Rod and
2: You let's yeah. You that guy's want to a talk about Eric, You want to talk about Eric Adams right now? We yes. can talk about Eric Adams right now.
1: I don't know. I was trying to so. keep things positive. <laughs> I mean, that's what I talk, hey i got an idea let's just talk about the 2001 mariners for the rest of them um, that's what i'm that's what i'm gonna watch this year instead of baseball
0: thomas we talked about ichiro for like half the podcast the last week
1: god and i still came out of it
0: depressed yes Weird. <laughs> i, mean, hey, I want to talk about eric adams because i would my okay. guy
2: well it's it's kind of it's interesting right because like the New York City mayoral election was, like, huge national news, I feel like. I feel like it was, like, like...
1: I felt like you were the only one talking about it. I mean,
2: (laughs) no, people, like, a lot of, like, a lot of my people from all over the country were texting me about it. They're like, oh, what's going on with this mayoral race?
1: Maybe they just know you're really in the New York City mayoral (laughs) politics.
2: Yeah, maybe. But they were hearing about it, you know.
1: From me? That's...
2: (laughs) Well, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> but you know what? the The budget of New York City is bigger than all but Ukraine. four states. I think. Yes, yeah, definitely bigger than the Ukraine. Um, no, but the police budget is bigger than the military. So, like, right? Exactly. So, like, the mayor of New York wields like gubernatorial levels of power yeah so and with
0: it was great this power, whole big
2: thing comes great corruption if you're Alan. Eric Adams because <laughs> this he guy, like, the first thing he did uh, yeah he has like corruption in his past record and like the first thing that he did was try to give his brother a job as the head of his security detail which is like $150,000 of year job and his brother's like completely unqualified for it um he, <laughs> he had this he had this he has this other appointee appointed this guy as the head of uh the i can't remember the name of the position but it's essentially uh the 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 person in charge of combating gun violence which mm-hmm. was at the center of his platform as running for mayor and i can't remember what the name of the position is the man that he appointed to that position had to resign from his previous position (laughs) because of uh sec uh (laughs) fraud investigation like this guy's a real criminal (laughs) (laughs) um it was like and and it wasn't even like he like resigned from his position and like settled the case against him. He, and like, now he's on he cooking
1: has... shows and lies about his diet. Like he's like really weird, right, yeah. weird.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. He's like and just weird and, and like talking about like flexing and talking about swagger and then like, but like,
2: what? He's crazy. Right. <clears throat> and it really bothers me that actually people are writing about his weird veganism shit um, because it's like such a fucking smokescreen for mm-hmm. all of this crazy shit that he's doing. there's like been a really huge homelessness problem on the subway uh, that's really exploded and has started to become violent. Uh, there were like fat five stabbings on the subway this past weekend. Um, somebody got pushed in front of the train tracks the other day and was killed.
1: Um, I saw and, a guy getting tied.
2: The- some kids were riding
1: on the back of a train and they like
2: rode out and like whacked
1: some guy in the head with a pie. <laughs> that was pretty funny.
0: That's
1: pretty <laughs> positive, man. That's good stuff.
0: Okay, yeah, so what's up with him taking a selfie with Alex Rodriguez? That's, that's an I don't mad.
2: know. I only heard about that. I
1: cannot sure. stay optimistic about that.
0: He was taking a selfie with Alex Rodriguez. Fuck that. Fuck, fuck both those guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no. I, and, and the whole thing about Eric Adams is, He's a Democrat, but he's this tough on crime, and he's black. He's
2: not a he's not a Democrat.
0: He ran as
2: a Democrat, though, right? Right, but he like previously has been a Republican. But you can't cop he's a get cop. anywhere in New York City politics as a Republican,
0: yeah. unless Giuliani did, and now Giuliani's crazy. Right, Giuliani might
1: and, have been crazy when he was elected.
2: Yeah, no, he was right, evil. but like not crazy, but evil. It was, Giuliani was the mayor, and then people were like, oh, no. We can't do that. We can't do that anymore. Right.
1: right. I thought he was beloved.
2: Not in New York. Uh, America's day. mayor, they called him, but not in, in New York by the end of his time there. People were him. ready for him to go. I don't but that's, yeah. I don't know why anyone would want to be the mayor
0: of a large American city. Like, no matter what, if you're if you're Giuliani, if you're de Blasio, if you're Bloomberg, they hate you. If you're Rahm Emanuel, if you're, if you're Roy Lightfoot, they hate you.
2: LA. Right, is- but weren't those guys super corrupt?
0: What? Right. But what? Yeah. Daly, actually. you just need to be a Daly. Yeah, nobody really hates Daily,
2: and he was the most corrupt. Um, which one? The junior. Who was the guy, the mayor of? Uh, Washington D.C., who like got Mary arrested Berry. for smoking crack, and then he got reelected.
1: Yeah, he's great. Yeah.
0: yeah,
1: he's wild.
0: Now, the only beloved mayor of Chicago is Howard Washington because he was the first black mayor, and then he died suddenly, and that's very mysterious. Hard to attack. Everybody
1: dies, Joel. It's not that mysterious.
0: Yeah, but in <laughs> Chicago, it usually is. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, what's her name the head of the teachers union was running now I'm going to get in trouble for this she was running for mayor against Rahm Manuel, and she was winning like in all the polls and then she got brain cancer and had to drop out and Rahm Manuel won a second term Um that's still got me like huh Chicago brain
2: cancer, huh? Right. How did Rahm Emanuel figure out how to get brain cancer?
0: (laughs) Do you have those Cuban Havana syndrome guns? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, those cicadas.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think about that sometimes. You know, I was
1: reading about Fred Hampton the other day. That was a fucked up one.
0: That's what I'm saying. Fred Hampton was Chicago, also. Like it. it, That's what Chicago is.
1: It's such a cool city. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> like, it's, like it's not outside of the purview of, of you know, belief to think that the mayor of Chicago would try to poison his progressive black opponent in the upcoming mayoral race to try to get her to drop out.
2: Did you guys ever see that TV show starring Fraser as the mayor of Chicago? No.
1: <clears throat> no. I love that sauce salad and scrambled eggs, though yeah the don't know what to do about those solids and scram. right, <laughs> right
2: I, did i tell boy, you
1: guys i right, found you're... that i found that uh that skyline
0: no did you
1: yeah i always thought it was a, i always thought it was a, a, a you know a hodgepodge a, a mix of different views but i found it it was very exciting oh. for me
0: Okay, so it's actually like you can stand there and see.
1: Theoretically, could be an actual skyline because the Space Needle, if you look at it, is on the left of all the downtown. But like the only way you can have the Space Needle on the left of downtown is if you're coming from the west, which is water. (laughs) So I always, but if you get and there's a part in like sort of north west Seattle that you can get that you can get to the very edge of it, and you can look at Seattle and you go, "Oh, there's the Space Needle on the left." So I decided that. That's where they got the view. It's not downtown, though. It's interesting. Definitely
0: not. interesting.
1: It's not. Not really very interesting. Oh.
2: Boss. Boss. That's, <laughs> a hell of, that's a hell of a promo. Yeah. The last thing. It's actually a pretty good show. It was only two seasons.
0: Yeah. Okay, last thing, and then we got to go. So uh, last week was the 30-year anniversary of Homer at the Bat. Uh, oh, right. And so we would be remiss if we didn't mention this. Um, I did think I I wish I could cite my source. I think it was SB Nation. And they were looking at, would that team actually be any good? Right. And the interesting thing was, if you you take that starting nine and everybody else on the team is Springfield, they're like a 20-win team. They're terrible. If you take that because story, of the pitching, because yeah, because of the pitching, you have one pitcher and that's it, and it's Roger Clemens, right? Um, and if you take that team and give them MLB like bare minimum, like everybody else on the team is a uh, they were doing it in terms of war, but I forget how they were calculating it, but basically, everyone else is like a minimum wage replacement player, they're like right. a 70 win team. But if you take that team and give them average MLB, everybody else is an average MLB player, they're right. a 10, 20 win team. Yeah.
2: And oh wow.
0: Yeah. So mm-hmm. I thought it was really fascinating like that those three, you know, differences in the in the computer. Uh, they also they said some things like a lot of the guys on that team were actually, they they took their like 1992 stats and a lot of them were past their prime. Yeah. 1992.
1: Ozzy Smith was on that team.
0: Yeah. Ozzy Smith is on that team. Yeah. Don Mattingly is way past his prime. Steve Sachs. Uh, there's someone else they definitely mentioned. Basically, Ken Griffey Jr. is your best offensive player.
1: And Roger Clemens, if he hadn't taken steroids, would have been over it past his prime.
0: Right. But he was still good in 92. So he was. He's, he's still, still good into like 99. Himself. He yeah. took
1: so many steroids. It's not even funny. Uh, I liked the bit about how they were waiting. They would have to wait. They would do each bit of dialogue whenever the team would come to town, play the Dodgers or the Angels and they could get them into the studio.
0: And so it took them
2: like six months or whatever to get Yeah, them
1: a long out. time to get them on. We did, yeah.
2: I read the article that was like interviewing all because this guy wanted to write a book about it, but he interviewed everyone. And They were like, "Oh yeah, I forgot that I did that." <laughs> or like most of them were like, "Oh really?" Like Don Mattingly was like, "That was a oh, real show." Yeah. Uh,
1: I, I, I've been I've been summoned to attend to childlike duties.
0: Yeah, we'll add we'll add like an hour again. I'm sorry. Good
1: gosh. We are really great at making these last a long time. (laughs) We didn't even have anything planned.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We we just talked about the. You guys, this is so,
1: this has been so great.
0: This is great. (laughs) High quality radio right here. High quality. I'm going to watch, if the
1: baseball season is canceled, I'm going to watch 2001 Mariner games on YouTube, one through 162. Oh,
0: that's a great Ah, idea. Yeah. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Thank you. And then skip the playoffs. I'll watch
1: the first round. (laughs) I think we beat the White Sox, actually.
0: Beat the White Sox, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast, but there's no baseball, so we got to make shit up. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, follow us on all your social media applications at Twitter, on Dump on the Ump, on Facebook, at Dump on the Ump, Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, give us a rating and a review and a subscription for Sam and Thomas. My name is Joel. Ladies and gentlemen, have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow.
2: Sweet babe, I'm going to leave you and
0: the time is long. No, the time is
2: long.